All right, who loves a summer barbecue as much as I do? Listen, if you want to impress everyone with some super yummy dishes, you need ButcherBox in your life. ButcherBox is my go-to subscription box that delivers high-quality meat and seafood to your door with free shipping always. And I'm talking high-quality cuts at an amazing value. 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. We are saving so much money every month with ButcherBox over going to the grocery store and buying meat and seafood and saving a lot of time. But get this, last month we saved nearly $200. I also love that ButcherBox curates these tips and recipes that are based on your box so you know what to cook. I made the most amazing steak with a basil sauce the other night. And oh, let me tell you, my friends all raved at how amazing it tasted. I'm definitely going to be pulling that recipe out. If you want great meat and seafood in your life, you need ButcherBox. Sign up for ButcherBox today by going to butcherbox.com etm and use code etm at checkout and enjoy your choice of bone-in chicken thighs, top sirloins, or salmon in every box for an entire year, plus get $20 off. Again, that's butcherbox.com etm and use code etm. With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption in logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com insights. There are so many ways to put more money in your pocket every single month. Two of my favorites, though, cutting the cable cord and getting a mobile plan that doesn't drain your bank account. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. Algorithms can do so much more than control social media feeds. In fact, they have the power to save lives and improve our health. At the Weizmann Institute, Professor Yonina Eldar has pioneered innovative algorithms that optimize MRI scans and make ultrasound devices more portable, affordable, and accessible. Professor Eldar's lab develops AI tools that can pave the way to new technologies that can see, hear, and communicate beyond existing limits. Learn more at CelebratingGreatMinds.org. Fact. Change is hard. We are creatures of comfort, habit, and sometimes that comfort has you paying more than you need to, sometimes for years. I talk a lot about negotiation. I know that's a big, scary word for a lot of people, but it doesn't have to be. And how asking the simple question, is this the best price for my service, can put more cash in your pocket every single month. I swear by it. And I also swear that it's not that hard. That question put more than 100 bucks in our bank account each month just last year. Today's podcast guest, Jefferson Graham, he's been on the podcast before. He's host of the Talking Tech podcast. He is back to chat about two of the best ways to change things up by cutting the cord on cable and getting a wireless plan that just makes sense with your budget. 
There are so many options out there right now, so many that even my brain goes a little bit crazy of, well, what is actually the right option? Because it feels like every single day there's a new competitor on the market. So I wanted to pick his brain on the latest and greatest options so we can all make the change and just put more cash back in our bank account. So Jefferson, welcome back to the podcast. It is always great to have you. I love talking tech and you're my guy. So, so excited to have you back. Uh, thanks for having me. This episode is, uh, I'm just going to admit, it's purely selfishly motivated. <laughs> I hate paying cable and wireless fees and would so much rather just use those cash for other things in my life. And you're my go-to on all of these things. So I'd love to just jump in. You know, What are the latest trends in cutting the cable? Because I hear about it and all of these articles you talk about it on your podcast and I never know like what is the actual skinny on this the skinny is that nobody needs to be paying for cable anymore I like that, that. I mean, that you just do not need to be paying for it uh, there's so much programming online that could keep you busy for the rest of your life and you wouldn't even know where to get started but let's let's begin with the antenna okay yes. once upon a time people bought TVs and put in and plugged them into antennas and you got uh, five or six channels right and then that went that went away with cable and everybody thinks they need cable because they'll have bad reception if they don't have cable, but that's just not true anymore. The new antennas have gotten way more powerful, and they come with a little um, uh, a booster with with the antenna that will give you a pretty good signal in probably nine out of ten places. If you're in a if you're in a very rural area with a lot of hills, you're out of luck. But mm. for uh, you know city living. Uh, you know, suburb living, you're in great shape. You can buy an antenna for twenty to to fifty dollars. How do and you know would, which one to like? Is there one better than the other? Well, they're all they're all pretty similar. Amazon has a knockoff one. It's called Amazon Basics. It sells for twenty dollars. If you just look up antenna TV antenna in Amazon and find the Amazon Basics one, you'll find that one. I think it's nineteen to twenty five dollars. You know, order it, plug it in. Test it, and if it doesn't work for you, send it back. You know they're very good about taking returns. So I would try start with trying an antenna. Now, what you'll get from the antenna is you'll get the local broadcast channels, plus some digital channels you've never heard of playing a lot of old TV shows like Cozy and MeTV, which you'll either want to watch or you won't want to watch. <laughs> uh, and then. I think every every one of your listeners has an internet signal in the home. So, and all the, all you need is a twenty dollars streaming stick. If you don't have a smart TV to pick up Netflix, Hulu, uh, YouTube, you know all those channels that are out there. Now I will pause for you to chime in. That's awesome. I mean, I think, I mean, A, that's that's just so easy and so affordable. I mean, I cringe every time I pay. I mean, I don't even want to admit how much I pay for cable. It's it's over $100 a month. <laughs> um, what about, though, you know, like the, the YouTube TV and Hulu TV and all of those service providers? Are those needed or not needed? How do, how do you factor that? Right. That's the next step is that if you don't want to live without CNN and MSNBC and Fox News and BBC and FX and, um, you know, what Discovery, whatever your favorite cable channel is, then you're looking at $40 a month 
from DirecTV, and that's $40 average, DirecTV, YouTube TV, Hulu with Live TV, Sling TV, and Sony PlayStation View. There's also one called Fubo uh, as well. There's a whole bunch of these services that will give you a skinny, a so-called skinny bundle. It's the channels you care about from cable without all those 500 channels, just the channels you like. And this is a better, if you if you want to spend the money, if you want to spend the 40 plus dollars, this is the best TV experience that you've ever had. Way better than cable. Everything is very thumbnail oriented, lots of pictures, makes it way easier to find what you're looking for. They don't charge you to rent a cable box and they don't charge you to have a DVR. You're basically using the internet as your DVR. So if you read a review of a show in the morning and it says, this is great, it's on tonight, then you would open up your app, click the plus button, and now you've recorded every episode, or you will record every episode. And then when wherever you are, whether it's on the computer, phone, tablet, or TV through a streaming device, you can watch these shows and 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 you can watch, you know, as I said, on, on the various platforms, and the DVR will keep up with you. So you don't have to hunt and peck for where did you leave off. So it's a great experience. So if you go with one of those providers, do you still suggest the antenna and the and the streaming stick or those aren't necessarily needed? Well, you may need the streaming stick if uh, to bring in the internet. So you either need a streaming stick or a smart TV. Basically, every TV sold today is a so-called smart TV, which has it's an internet-enabled TV. But many people don't switch TVs for like five to seven years. So the easiest thing to do is to buy a Roku or Amazon Fire Stick. They sell for like around twenty-five to thirty-five dollars. Caveat: Amazon hates Google. <laughs> okay, so Amazon will not show YouTube TV on if you get the Fire TV stick. The the Switzerland of streaming sticks is Roku. They have everything. That's probably your best bet. The other one you could buy for thirty dollars is called the Google Chromecast, and that plugs into your TV, but you're using your phone or tablet to to access the programming, and then you click a button to cast it to the TV. Interesting. Wow. So where do you think this is all going? Like if we fast forward even just a few years from now, do you think cable will become obsolete? Are we getting more, you know, are these new like streaming services, are they going to be even more competitive? Like what do you think is going to happen? Uh, I don't think that, that cable is going to be obsolete in our lifetime. It's not going to have the reach that it has. They're, I think they, they've lost 30 million subscribers over the last few years. Wow. And anybody and your audience, the millennials growing up, they don't even know about cable. They, they wouldn't even dream of, of getting cable. They will get the internet service, though, from the cable company because that is a monopoly. You really don't have a lot of choices. So I should just ask you, Shanna, who, uh, who, who provides your internet service at home? Uh, that would be AT and T, right? Okay, so it's the big boys, and and yes. I, I have I have Frontier, and we don't have a lot of alternatives. So you'll be paying potentially. You could cut the cord with cable, but you'll still be giving them a good chunk of money every month for internet. Probably, I I would argue at least seventy dollars a month. Which I feel is, if you're going to spend the money, I mean, that's the better spend because you know, everything revolves around having great internet. Right. Unless, unless the 5G takes off in a big way, 5G is the um, you know, super fast wireless service 
that has just started to come out and we're supposed to see it in, you know, in, we're supposed to see a lot more of it in the coming years. Uh, probably 2021 is when we'll see it start to, you know, really, really start to get pushed big time. You could conceivably just subscribe to 5G on your wireless and not have to get cable, not have to get cable internet. The snag is you'll be getting it from the same old people. You'll be getting it from AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, and Sprint. Right. There's just no way to get around that. <laughs> right. So no matter what, you'll be spending $75 to $100 a month, but, but at least you'll get it. You won't have to rent a box. You won't have to rent a DVR, and you'll have a better TV experience. Yeah, that that I mean, I just I, like it's so fast paced. I feel like right when they come out with a new, you know, internet speed or something, then there's just like one right behind it. I'm always like, well, I don't know, do I go with the new one or the old one? And you know, I mean, it just these are these are not hard decisions <laughs> in the grand scheme of decisions. But you know, I think it's 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 really interesting to see the pace that everything is evolving because even just if we look back like ten years ago. It was not like this. You know, they were probably developing a lot of this technology, but it just feels like rapid fire these days of of new technology coming to the forefront. I know it's crazy. Now, I just did a piece today on smart TVs, which, as I said, all, all TVs today are sold, are Internet enabled. And you say, oh, that's nice. That's a consumer benefit. Well, here's why why they're all Internet enabled. They're selling them for less so that they can make money off you once the TV goes into your living room, okay? Uh, the TVs have become razors and we are the razor blades. So the TV goes into your home and the first thing is you have to opt out of this program that the manufacturers have set up with marketers and programmers to buy your viewing data. So through the TV, they're watching every show that you're watching, every app that you go on, how long you're there for, I, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so they're making a whole bunch of change off that. On top of that, there's a whole new wave of ad-supported free movie TV channels that get prominent position on these uh, on these smart TVs. And they're channels like Pluto, Tubi, Zumo, uh, and they share the ad revenues with the set manufacturers. So in return, the set manufacturer puts this channel the first thing you see when you turn on the TV. Now, the channels are fine, and I don't think there's anything sinister with that. I'd rather buy a TV for $300 uh, than pay $700 for it, right? Sure. Because I just bought a – actually, this is funny. So a 43-inch 4K smart TV for $250. <laughs> no way. CL. This would have been $700 just a few years ago. So if they want to put ad-supported um, uh, channels in front of me, fine, go for it. Have fun. Uh, I don't mind. I don't have to watch it, but go ahead. Make it the first channel. It, but uh, let me say $400. I, I'm very happy to do it. Yeah. So I was going to ask you, like, who are the leaders in in smart TVs this day, these days? Are there any better brands than others? Well, um, you know, there's a whole wave of TVs. So there's this, there's the high-end TVs that are in the $1,000 range that are beautiful and awe-inspiring. I'm not going to spend $1,000 for a TV. I don't know about you. Then there's the $300 range. You can buy a 43 to 50-inch TV for $250 to $400 from Samsung, LG, TCL, 
and these, these Amazon branded TVs from Toshiba, I'd say any of those would be great. Go, go stand in front of it and then go stand to the left and right and see how it looks. If it still looks good on the left and right, then you're in good shape. Because sometimes these TVs, you just have to stand directly in front to have the good picture, you know, like you're sitting on the couch. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they all they all work pretty similar. The Amazon TVs are interesting because they're dirt cheap. Like I said, um, they were giving them away for, for 250 on Black Friday, then they were 50-inch. So they have the ad-supported, they have the ad-tracking, and then they have shopping channels. So Amazon wants these in your home because they, they have live shopping channels. They have your cart on the menu screen. <laughs> And and then you can go in there and they said, this is what you were looking for yesterday. And then you can go go look around so you can actually shop while you watch TV. Some people may enjoy that. I think it's a little dangerous having a cash register in the living room, particularly people with uh, kids that uh, could grab control of the remote control. There are parental controls. But um, anyway, I don't I don't do shopping too often on the TV, but it they've done a really nice visual. Uh, you know, the stuff looks great. And of course, it works with Alexa. So it's a and it's so cheap, so it's pretty cool. I know I'm a bit biased, but honestly, I think I have the best dog ever. Her name is Winnie Stardust. She is a golden mountain doodle, and she is full of spunk and fun. And she's never met a ball she does not love. I honestly, I would do anything for Winnie, and she has enriched my life so much. I can confidently say Winnie is absolutely one of the most priceless purchases I have ever made. Today's episode is sponsored by the ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program. In today's world, we insure a lot from cars and homes to cell phones and even travel plans. But what about insurance for your cat or dog? With ASPCA Pet Health Insurance, you can focus on the care your pet deserves and cover what matters most. This is what I call smart spending because... Let's be real, those vet bills, they can be expensive. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program offers customizable accident and illness plans, making it easier for pet parents like you to help your pet get the care they need. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program, they've been around for about 18 years, and they've helped more than 600,000 pets during that time. They allow you to customize your plan, helping ensure your pet's plan is unique as they are. Because vet bills, they can really add up, especially when you are least expecting it. It's simple. You use their app to submit a claim and you'll receive reimbursement for eligible vet bills directly into your bank account. To explore coverage, visit ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. That's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. Again, that's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. This is a paid advertisement. Insurance is underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by PTC Insurance Agency Limited. The ASPCA is not an insurer and is not engaged in the business of insurance. I have to tell you about my new obsession, Notion, our sponsor today. Notion has single-handedly changed how I do life for the better. I use Notion for all my daily journaling so I can keep it all in one spot. I also keep all our favorite recipes that are budget-friendly in Notion so I can easily sort and find the ones I love and easily create fast grocery lists. And okay, one of the best uses of Notion, you can create a template for your money dates and track your goals right in Notion. Seriously, Notion is a game changer. 
Notion is a place where any team can write, plan, organize, and rediscover the joy of play. It's a workspace designed not just for making progress, but really getting inspired. It's an AI-powered workspace. It turns knowledge into action. You can use Notion to summarize meeting notes and auto-generate action items, get answers to questions in minute, and you can make all of your money tasks so much easier. Notion is for everyone, whether you're a Fortune 500 company, freelance designer, starting a new startup, a student juggling classes and clubs, or just somebody really wanting to get your life together. Try Notion for free when you go to notion.com slash etm. That's all lowercase letters. Notion.com slash etm and start turning ideas into action. And when you use our link, you're supporting our show. Notion.com slash etm. So tell me, what are your money goals that you have for this year? Maybe you're like me and endlessly looking for a house to buy and you're focused on saving for a down payment or you're drooling over traveling somewhere tropical this year and you want to save to pay for it or you're ready to leave your job and build your own business. So you're going to need some startup funds. Whatever your goals are this year, Monarch can help you reach them. In fact, the Wall Street Journal named Monarch the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress towards financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. What I love about Monarch is its simple and easy customizable design, so the dashboard can look exactly the way you want it to. I'm also a big fan of creating custom budgets for things like travel. It's one of my favorite money tips. And Monarch lets you do this so easily. This is such a great way to stay motivated when you've got a lot of money goals. You can easily track your progress with every dollar that you save or spend. Remember, your brain loves to see progress and you should celebrate it when you're saving money. And honestly, I am so focused on privacy, so I really admire that Monarch will never sell your data to third parties. This means a lot to me and it should mean a lot to you as well. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of the show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. This is Chris Christensen from the Amateur Traveler podcast. The Amateur Traveler podcast is about the love of travel. It's about where to go and why you should go there. We're going to open up to you different destinations you haven't heard of or places you have heard of but things you didn't know to do while you were there. Each episode is about 45 minutes long and it's typically an interview with someone who wrote the guidebook on that destination or who has been there or who's a local tour guide or someone who is an expert on that destination and knows how to tell you what to do to get the most out of your precious vacation time. So if you value your vacation time and you want to use it wisely, listen to Amateur Traveler and learn about destinations both domestic and international, places you've heard of and places you haven't. Amateur Traveler has almost 900 episodes talking about different destinations. So if there's a place you want to go, odds are we've already covered it and can help you plan a trip there. Amateur Traveler, subscribe today. Well, 
We'll get back into talking more tech with Jefferson after an Ask Shauna. And this one comes from Liz. And Liz says, hi, Shauna. I just discovered the podcast a couple of months ago, and I'm determined to listen to every episode. I'm listening to current episodes and then a past episode every single day. Thanks for helping me finally figure out some of my long-term money questions. I do have one lingering question, though. I have about five credit cards, and sadly, I hate to admit it, but I owe around $25,000 total in debt. I've been trying to pay them off each month, but I'm not getting very far, if I'm going to be honest. I'm just curious, what are some of the options I have to get these paid ASAP? I really appreciate any of your guidance and any of your help. And thanks so much. Keep doing the podcast. I am already one of your loyal fans. Well, thanks so much, Liz. I'm so excited that you found the podcast. And uh, wow, an episode a day is, um, that's a pretty big commitment. So I am, I'm happy to be talking in your ear at least uh, once a day. So we're kind of like new besties, right then? <laughs> <laughs> and thank you so much for being honest, too. I mean, credit card debt is obviously one of those numbers that we do not want to walk around and talk about. I know when I was in depths of fairly large credit card debt uh, in my very early 30s, I just sort of freaked out because, you know, I still wanted to live life. I still wanted to do things. I still wanted to have fun. But I had this big number attached to me. It was sort of lingering over my head. And it was just quite frightening. And it really was a bunch of different things that I did in order to get that debt paid off. So here are some of the the strategies, the tips, the ideas that really work, that work for me, that work for other people. So maybe there's something in here that might work for you. And there's a lot of information I don't know. So I don't know how much money you make every month. I don't know how much extra money you have every month. Um, so I don't know a lot of the real particular information, but let me give you a little like high range plan. So the first thing is you got to have a strategy. So if you don't have a strategy, that was be really the first place to to head to. And there are two different ways. I've talked about them on so many different episodes to pay off credit card debt, but you could use this for any debt. One is the lowest balance, and that is really where you're just looking at what is the debt with the lowest balance, and that is the card or the debt that you're going to work on paying off first, and you're going to pay minimum payments on all of the other debts until that lowest debt is paid off. Once it's paid off, you're going to take the cash that you were paying towards that, and you're going to roll it to the next lowest debt, so on and so forth. The second strategy is the highest interest rate. So you're doing the exact same thing. You're just finding the debt with the highest interest rate. So one or the other of those work great. Now, the one thing you don't want to do is flip-flop between the two because then the strategy gets all crazy. So you want to pick one and you want to kind of dive into that one. Another thing is, again, I don't know what the interest rates are. So my question to you is, can you move your balance to a lower interest rate card? Or even does one of the credit cards you have offer a lower interest rate? So there are lots of 0% credit cards out there right now. NerdWallet is a great place to go. Creditcards.com also, where you can match the card based off your credit score. But a lot of them now have 0% interest for like 15 months, 18 months. Like that's a really long time. If you're consistently putting extra money to pay that debt off fast, you can really make a lot of headway in like 15 to 18 months, if not eradicate a lot of the debt. So that's another thing to, to think about. 
There are also personal loans. Uh, SoFi and Marcus right now are two of the leaders. There are lots of others out there, but those are really the two I think are on the forefront right now. You're still going to be paying interest, yes, but you're going to be paying much lower interest than you're paying on your credit card right now. So that is what's going to really help you because the the lower the interest rate you can get and the more money that you're putting towards that debt, the faster you can pay that off. So the personal loans usually have a fixed fee, a fixed monthly fee for a certain amount of years, but then you know that that's going to be paid off. So it can feel like a really big relief. Another thing is have you called your credit card and asked for an interest rate reduction? So I talk about this openly. I do this twice a year regularly. I put a calendar item. Sometimes I can get my interest rate lowered. Sometimes it's at the lowest rate that it can possibly be at. But you'd really be surprised at what a phone call and asking the question of your credit card company, like what you could come up with. Even if you got the interest rate lowered like half a percentage point or even a percentage point, that's a big deal when you're trying to pay off credit card debt. Another thing is put extra money on the credit card. And I know this is not a fun thing, but whether it's birthday money or ask for cash for holidays, Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate, if you get a bonus at work, put that money on those credit cards. Because if you think about it too much, you're not going to be motivated to use that money for the credit card. So the minute I get extra money and I know that it is extra money that I'm going to have for the month, I just would put it on a credit card, um, whichever strategy I was using to get that, that credit card paid off faster. Because if it would sit in my bank account, I would use it. I would, I'm going to be honest with you. I would go shopping with it. I would go out to dinner. I would put it towards travel. So I would do something that wasn't positive to getting the credit card paid off. So you almost have to just trick yourself into like, okay, this is extra money. Bam, it's going straight on the credit card. But most importantly, Liz, and for any of you listening that are that are trying to pay off debt, you have to find a way to stop putting more debt on the credit cards. And I know that sounds obvious, but it's super, super hard. This is a hard one. So you can figure out a lot, like what is the issue? Is it that you don't have enough cash each month? Is that you're overspending? Is that you feel like you deserve it? Maybe some area of your life's not working and so spending money is just making you feel better. But if you can do some of that introspective work on yourself as well and figure out like what is the root cause, like what is making the debt grow and grow, and you you counter that with some of these payoff strategies, then you can really you can trip the wire that that's keeping you stuck in that debt position and really start to be able to see some change. So Liz, hopefully that has given you a little motivation, a little push to use some of these methods to to get some of that debt paid off. And again, the biggest thing is like, I just don't want you to feel defeated. I want you to feel motivated. I want you to feel like, Every bit of money you're putting on that credit card, like something positive is happening. So stay positive, stay in the game, and I know that you're going to get this debt paid off. You know, when people come to me and they're like, why can't I save money? I'm like, well, let's look at all those places you just automatically spend money without really having a, an idea of where that's going. It's the one-click society now, and we can just one-click everything. Yeah. 
I know it's crazy. Uh, the last time we were together, we talked about um, my love of this credit card, the Sapphire credit card. Yes. And I just have to mention that I'm on my fourth free trip in two years. So I just, just I, 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 it's still so amazing to me. So I'm going to Portugal in April, free trip, went to Japan twice, free trip, went to Hawaii once, free trip. That's in two years. That is amazing. Yeah, it is by far my favorite credit card. We just actually went to Zurich, free trip. <laughs> So, yeah, I I totally speak your language. And I think I always love sharing these messages because there's such a backlash against credit cards. And I tell people like, look, if you can use them the right way and pay them off, but get all the perks and the miles and all the good stuff, you're basically giving like a middle finger to the credit card company. You're like, hey, I'm taking all your benefits, but you can't have any of my interest. (laughs) Right, um, and and of course, beyond the the free trips and the the three miles three miles for every dollar on travel related and food related, um, they have these little. I think they pay your your um, your quick entry for the TSA at the oh, airport. Oh yes, and but- then they they put you into the airport lounge. I've never done any of those things, but I should. I'm just happy with the free trips. Right, free trips are awesome. Yeah, I'm so happy you shared that. That's so great to hear. Um, so, speaking a little bit about about phone carriers, and we were talking a little bit about internet. You know, what are the latest trends in in phone carriers, wireless options, where maybe we don't have to go with the big established names, but there might be some other options that are a little bit less expensive. Okay, so on the Super Bowl, Mint Mobile ran a, an, an ad about their twenty dollars a month service. Okay, and that's pretty cool. So they'll they'll give you service for twenty dollars. What are you paying, Shauna? A lot more than what twenty dollars. <laughs> what, what What are you paying? Uh, we are pay eighty dollars. Yeah, we have th- we have three phones on the plan. So we pay uh, actually, I think it's a uh, hundred and eighty five dollars a month. Wow. Okay. Yes. So Mint Mobile is twenty dollars a month. Uh, the come on, come on that you have to know is it's for three months only, and but you can you can lock it for a year if you pay for the full year, uh, and 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 they want you to try it first for three months. They want you to do that and be sure that you like it, and then sign up for the full year. What happens, though, if you have, you know, so many of these phone carriers now have these crazy deals where you basically have to rent your phone for a specific period of time. So you're just basically locked into that, right, until that period of time's over? Well, you need a phone. So, I mean, you're going to have to buy a phone at, you know, either you'll pay you'll pay nine hundred dollars for it over a period of time or you'll go buy it used and connect it to to this plan. You you're going to need a phone. Right. And they'll sell you a cheap phone, too. Sure. But I would recommend trying it. You, 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 basically, you don't have much to lose. You might as well try it. They said they'll, they'll, take, they'll take it back after 14 days. So it's $20 for the first 90 days. Then it goes up to $35 monthly, which is still a bargain compared to competitors. However, after the three months, if you're wise, you'll lock it in for the full year. Got it. Okay. Now, that makes sense. I mean, $20, if you're going to give me $20 for three months, that's pretty appetizing offer, I have to say, you know, now, as long as the coverage now, is good. Yeah. Uh, and it's basically T-Mobile coverage because they're buying T-Mobile service. They, you only get eight gigs of data. And I don't know how much you use. I use 22 a month. Um, they, 
Mint claims and other companies I've spoken to claim that the average person uses more like four, four to six. The average American wakes up in the morning, has eggs and toast in, in the kitchen, gets in the car, listens to the radio, uses the internet at work, then comes home and watches TV at night. And if they're using a smart TV, they're using their Wi-Fi, so they're not paying for the wireless service. So the average American supposedly does not use a lot of data. If you're one of those people, this is a good deal for you. And then see see if you can last on eight gigs. I, I would have a hard time with it. But, you know, I, how about you, Shanna? Do you know how much you use? Yeah, you know, I don't think I use as much as you do, but I think it's definitely more than eight gigs. It probably averages around... 12 to 15 a month, depending, um, you know, and, and that's always been a source of contention of there isn't a lot of ways to get to get around that for me, even, you know, really consciously trying to reduce that still might be a little tight squeeze for eight. But there might be like you said, there might be a lot of people where eight is way more than enough. Yeah. And, you know, use your Wi-Fi better. You know, the, the Wi-Fi is everywhere. Um, you know, it's always amazing. You know, I was in the shopping mall the other day, that big sign, you know, free Wi-Fi. I was at the gym, free Wi-Fi. And, you know, it's it's in more places than than you know. Let me compare what they charge to some of the other companies. Unreal Mobile is $20 a month for three gigs of data. So Mint has a better deal. Cricket is $30 for two gigs. Walmart is $35 for three gigs. Boost Mobile is $35 for three gigs. And Virgin is $35 for five gigs. So right now, Mint Mobile has the best deal in town. And let's, you know, give it a try. Yeah, no, that's that's great to know. So, so one more question. Uh, I get a lot of questions about security, particularly when I'm talking about different money apps and things like that. You know, we we all want to use uh, our phones for the ease, but then there's a fear of of security. So, when it comes to phone carriers and different things like that, do you have any tips for how we can be as secure as possible with our device? Well, the phone carriers are all the same. Uh, I, you know, don't do stupid things like don't do your banking or anything related to a credit card in a free Wi-Fi zone. Now that said, I use a password. Well, okay, so like Amazon, for instance, Amazon has my credit card information already, and so if I buy something in a free Wi-Fi zone, that's okay because I'm never opening up the credit card. I'm just clicking a button with that one-click shopping that that we laugh about, right? But nobody has seen my credit card. I, you know, I just clicked a button and it, and it, they're already associated with me. Um, the other thing is to use a VPN. There are, are VPN services, a virtual private network that you can subscribe to that will block out uh, hackers from getting into your account in a free Wi-Fi zone because you're basically blocked blocked it out. Uh, that you're looking at 30 to $40 a month. That might be more than many people want to spend. So I would just recommend don't do stupid things in free Wi-Fi zones. <laughs> I love it. That's a great tip. So you host an awesome podcast called Talking Tech. Uh, do you have any great episodes coming up? Anything that you're excited to, to talk about on the pod? Well, let's see. I just did smart TVs today. Let me uh, get out my list. Of, um, I, I, I interviewed a fellow USA Today reporter uh, who has a, a piece coming out tomorrow about the new rules of communication and how you always want to text someone first to say, is it okay if I call you? And you don't want to send someone a one-word text. So we had fun with that. That is great. I love that. 
I talked to, I don't know if your listeners ever get anything notarized, but I just spoke to a, a there's an app for that now. You don't have to leave the house. You, you don't have to uh, run to Kinko's. You can now uh, pay $25, use your webcam on your phone, your, your camera on your phone, and get the whole thing done online without leaving the house. And that's called Notarize. That's kind of fun. That's amazing. I have not heard about that, but what what an amazing service. And then I, I interviewed a guy this morning who has a, a site called Cake. Cake is a place for friendly conversations with people who are, have similar interests without screaming at each other like we do on Twitter. <laughs> and uh, I would recommend it. I think Cake's pretty cool. It's cake.co. That's Otherwise, awesome. I um, just this week we just recorded our two thousandth episode of Talking Tech. Oh my gosh! Congratulations! Thank you. You need to have uh, a big slice of cake today. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, it's you know when you do a daily show, uh, the the, uh, the podcast episodes they really pile up, right? Absolutely. Well, Jefferson, tell listeners where they can go to check out your podcast and to find out more information about you. Okay. Well, first of all, I have a website, jeffersongram.net. So please check that out. You'll see my photography, my photo walk videos, and you can check out my YouTube channel for that too, which is at Jefferson Graham with the same thing as Twitter and Instagram. You can hear Talking Tech Podcast anywhere that you listen to great online audio, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Overcast, you name it. If you can find Shanna and Millennial Money, you can find me. Hey, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Remember to subscribe to the podcast. It's absolutely free, and you'll make sure you never miss an episode of Millennial Money. You can also listen to all our episodes on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, and Pandora.